Hi, you're listening to The Mind Garden, the place where a seed is planted and something beautiful will grow. Today's podcast is dedicated to a lady that I think is totally remarkable and I'm sure you will too, Nell Racker. Now, you're probably thinking, who the hell is Nell Racker? Well, that's exactly what I thought until I went on one of the Rochdale ghost walks and they're really informative on teaching you about the local history. Well, the more I heard about this woman, the more I wanted to research. So Nell Racker, or if we use her Sunday name, Ellen Wallace, she was really well known in the late 1800s because she was a herbalist, the local midwife, and also the local bone setter. Now that's quite a title, isn't it? But Nell Racker was way ahead of her game as a herbalist. She had clients from miles and miles around. Now, how would she be described? Well, people who used her services in the research that I've done, they described her as being cantankerous, grubby, smelly, not the cleanest of women, for sure and hell to be around. But in actual fact, this woman was probably a pioneer of her time because she was way ahead of her time in terms of healing work and the way that she did that healing work. You see, Nell Racker, she used to go and pick her own herbs from the moors and then she'd dry them out and she'd make portions and uh, preparations for her clients. And she had people coming from miles and miles around to get bones set or a limb racked into place or even get babies delivered. She had people constantly all through the day queuing up to see her. And if they weren't coming for something physical to be done, they were then waiting to buy treatments from her. But you see, Nell Racker was known also in other areas She was known as a fortune teller, and so people would come as well to find out what was in store for them. Now, in 1872, when she married a second husband, that's when she came to Rochdale, and that's when all of these things started to come into fruition, the healing and everything, because she set up her own business in a place called Belfield Cottage in Rochdale. And it was there that she started healing people for free. So because of her work, she was inundated. And there's been comments from people at that time who used that service. And they've said they would come and they'd come through the back way and they'd be like old pots and pans and utensils and they'd be hanging from tree branches. You see, that's the thing about Nell Racker. She was so off the wall and wacky and totally unconventional, but way, way at the top of her game as a herbalist. Now, the thing about Nell Racker was she hated that nickname. She couldn't stand being called Nell Racker and nobody actually knows why she was called Nell Racker. Some people have said it's because she got the practice of racking limbs back into place down to an absolute art form. And other people have said it could be because she always had herbs drying, racks of herbs all over the place. 
But really, whatever the reason, we do know that she's been described as an outstanding practitioner and an absolutely minefield of information as a local wise woman. People have said she knew things, lots of things about the environment and about the human body. But because she was so busy, and I don't know where her husband was, because she was busy as a clairvoyant, as a spiritualist, um, as a herbalist, as a bone setter, a baby deliverer. I mean, she must have been working every single minute of the day. So I don't know what her husband was doing. But all of her work got her really, really well known. And that attracted a lot of controversy because, as I've just mentioned, she was also well known for clairvoyancy and her accuracy as a clairvoyant. Now, that was frowned upon by some people, especially groups such as the Puritans, because the Puritans at that time were very God-orientated. Everything that they said and everything they did was God's will and it was the word of the Bible and anything that steered away from that even slightly was the work of Satan. Now it doesn't appear that Nell Racker cared one jot about what people thought of her. She'd just carry on regardless and in fact she kind of played into that because they also accused her of being a witch and because she'd been described as looking like a witch anyway and cackling like one and being mean and horrible and smelly. She played into it because she thought, well, you know, she must have thought, well, I'm already renowned for being a powerful healer. And she did have gifts, really, really valuable gifts as a healer, as a clairvoyant. So it kind of just made her more well-known and she got more clientele, but she was doing it all for free because Nell Racker was all about healing people. She wasn't about making a profit. And that's highly unusual at that time as well. You know, she really believed in what she did. And in fact, it seems that some people, while I was doing this research, I read that some people actually said that they felt it quite a privilege that they'd seen Nell Racker and that she'd been schooled in the art of divination and spiritual healing by her own mother. So it seems like Nell Racker may have come from a generation of healers. But nevertheless, some of these groups, they found it a little bit threatening, I think. And so they started to put round rumours that she was a witch and all of that kind of thing. So, you know, there was all of that going on. But to save in, there was some saving grace because at that time, Queen Victoria was on the throne. And it's well documented that her and Prince Albert were very famous for attending spiritualist seances. They used to love going to them and being part of them. So Nell Racker's work was perfectly safe at that time. Now, who knows whether Nell Racker was a witch? Does it really matter? You know, I don't think it does. The thing that actually matters is the fact that she was renowned as a healer and she was way, way ahead of her time. And it's said that when she used to do a spiritual work, she used to use things like chants and what we'd call mantras now. She'd use amulets and objects from things and she'd use them to reach a level of consciousness 
so that she could work with not only the physical aspect of somebody like fixing bones or racking limbs into place, but also the psychological and emotional aspect of a person. And that's something that wasn't even probably thought of then. But what she was doing then was way, way ahead of her time. So to me, Nell Racker is, well, she's a phenomena to me because the thing is, she's probably had a lot to do with the way that healthcare works now. Um, you know, unfortunately, she actually died in 1933. Now, by that time, you know, hospital-based care for delivering babies and things like that, that was becoming more normalized. But her career though, that spanned a time of remarkable change in the UK. But I think more than anything, the work of this outstanding healer, it teaches us a lot about the power of nature. And you know, like I said, she would go and pick her own herbs and she'd dry them out and she'd make lotions and potions. And then she would give them as preparations and treatments and healing creams and things like that. So it teaches us a lot about the power of nature when it comes to healing our own mind and body. You know, there's a lot to be said, isn't there, about nature? So like I said, who cares whether she was a witch or not? But what's absolutely clear is that not only her skills in orthodox practice, but also her more controversial work, they were what were needed in her community around that time. And now, right now, in modern day times, I think the need for diversity in healthcare, and especially the choices we make about our own bodies, well, that's as true and it's as needed today as it was, say, like in the early 20th century when Nell Racker was practicing. And I'm absolutely certain, I don't know if you are, but I am, I'm certain that her work has paved the way for more diverse thinking in modern day healthcare. So I'd love to hear your comments on what you thought about today's podcast. Maybe you know more about Nell Racker. Maybe you'd like to just make a comment and add something to the mix. Because, you know, by putting together the pieces of this jigsaw, we can find out more about the life of this remarkable woman. But for now, I'd like to give special thanks to Touchstones Rochdale and also to Francesca Moore, who's Special Supervisor of Studies in Historical Geography at Newnham College University of Cambridge. Because without their help, I wouldn't have been able to piece together the pieces of Nell Recker's life the way that I've been able to do. And obviously this podcast wouldn't have been possible the way it has been. Now you've been listening to The Mind Garden, the place where beautiful things start to grow from the seeds that we plant. My name's Julie Kelly. Please like, share and subscribe to my channel and let's work together to build happier, healthy communities.